Please be advised that Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast does contain some explicit language and does cover controversial topics pertaining to race, religion, and politics. So if you're not interested in listening to real topics that affect real people, then you can be out of sight and out of mind and look for another channel that will placate and give you politically correct, placated, fake bullshit. But if you're here and you're a real one, and you want to explore real topics and dive deeper than, I guess, Trump's hairline, then this is definitely the channel and podcast for you. So without further ado, I give to you Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast. You're listening to Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast. And I'm your girl, Kay. That's K-A-Y from Count Your Blessings, K-A-Y-K. I don't know if this is your first time listening to Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast, but if it is, welcome. I'm so excited. I want you to have a good time. I hope you enjoy the content. And most importantly, if you are feeling me and if you're a real one, you'll subscribe and you'll give me like five stars, like not three stars, not two stars. I need like five stars because you, you, you dig this content. You love me. <laughs> but yes, so I'm excited also and I'm kind of hype right now. Not because um, your girl has had a lot of coffee today. Not because, you know, I have some great news coming through, but because Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast is going to be double dipping this week. So I'm giving you two episodes in one week. So just like I like to double dip my, I don't know, guacamole, my ceviche, my salsa, and let's not forget the ranch dressing with the sun chips, okay? I like to double dip and I'm gonna give you guys double dip action of episode five and episode six this week, okay? So you're gonna get an extra loving, you're gonna get some extra flavor in your ear. So I want y'all to soak it all in. I want y'all to take it all in and you're welcome. <laughs> no, I just keep it real with you guys. I wanna give you the best content and I definitely have the privilege of having a guest speaker come through our next or this next episode this week <laughs> uh so i'm really excited about that episode six is also going to be fire we're gonna have this awesome guest speaker who is such a phenomenal person and his his artistry is pretty like it, it's, it's amazing so we're gonna talk about him we're gonna talk about his artistry i'm not gonna tell you who he is i almost slipped up that's why i was a little bit you know choking i was like yeah, yeah. i didn't want to slip up and tell you his name because it's a surprise you guys if you don't know now you know i don't tell what i'm gonna talk about or who's gonna be in my next episodes usually i don't but i'm excited for this person and i want you guys to definitely listen in and support episode six just like you're supporting episode five but anyway before i get lost in translation okay episode five is fire we're gonna talk about i'ma cut you off now i know you guys are like who 
who you gonna cut off? Who who you gonna cut off? Let me tell you. I can't human being right now. I cannot human being right now. I want to call NASA up and be like, NASA, yes, I saw on Indeed that you need some Dora the Explorer star astronaut people and you want to send people to different galaxies or trying to find more Earths to populate or colonize. I don't care at this point. I just want to go far away, take my kids with me, and go live on another planet, okay? That is how I am feeling. And it's so ironic because my background is in anthropology. Anthropology, if you guys don't know, is the study of human beings. And as much as I've studied human beings, I am I'm also a human being. I cannot stand human beings. Sometimes I wonder if I should just be around the dead ones, like the dead bones, than the real human beings and real human culture with real human fuckery. Now, let's just get into it, okay? I, okay, I had some interesting experiences this weekend and even last week, and I learned a lot about people. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about people and how they be fronting and they be playing and they just are full of shit. I really try to give human beings the benefit of the doubt because I see the good in people, but some people, okay, some of y'all motherfuckers take my kindness for weakness. Now, I'm sorry if I keep it so raw and real and I know some people are going to be caught up in their feelings. I'm not going to tell people's names of who or you know who I'm specifically talking about, but I am definitely going to talk about those situations, okay? Situation Okay, that is what we're going to talk about on my channel because I keep it real with y'all. I'm going to tell y'all what happened. I'm not going to tell nobody's names because I'm not going to really call them out. But if you're listening, I'm calling you out and I'm cutting you off. So I started dating, online dating, of course, um because i am a single mom of two and because just like jenna jackson has said i get so lonely can't let just anybody hold me um yeah i was trying to y'all know i was trying to give y'all a little bit of my voice yeah yeah uh but yeah i do get lonely you guys okay i get lonely and i want a companion i want somebody to talk to and to caress and to love on and to get freaky with i want that okay darn it forgive me if i want to be in a relationship and i don't want to be a lonely lady okay i don't believe that just because i'm a single mom that i should have some red ass scarlet letter tattooed to the back of my ass i believe that i'm beautiful sure i'm cute i believe i'm ambitious i'm smart i'm loving i can cook i love sports and shit. i make a good friend 
okay? And I'm funny as shit sometimes. And sometimes I'm corny, but it doesn't matter because I hope regardless, it still makes you laugh and kiki. So I think that I would make a great person in a relationship. I decided to go on a online dating portal. I'm not gonna tell y'all what online dating portal it is because you're not coming to look for me or to catfish me or to play around with my emotions okay like faith says play with my emotions you get song and thumps you get no love you can't get no love from me you can't even be okay okay so i don't want anybody to play with my emotions and also it's embarrassing low-key high-key i'm calling myself out because i keep it real with you guys i started online dating about a week ago and i was texting back some people back and forth on this online dating site and i was using the online dating site to text them not my personal phone and it narrowed down to two or three guys now out of these two or three guys i ended up saying okay cool like i want to meet you know this person and me and this person were jiving i mean i was staying up late nights on the phone like i just touched down quarter after two like 102 i know it's late but i'm calling you trying to see if i can come out and see you can i come see you baby i want to come see you yeah you know what i'm saying it was one of those like nine o'clock home alone paging you <laughs> wishing you come over <laughs> oh my gosh you guys remember those oldies but goodies like oh my goodness ah uh, uh i i love my oldies okay they don't make them like they used to and i know chris bound Chris Brown is like chopping and screwing some of these like oldies and he's like taking notes and he's really successful because he knows how to get to that like new generation with like an old soul vibe but it's like a new sound so yeah keep, that's a good job but I want me some old school like lovey-dovey type music like my love do you ever dream of candy coated raindrops you're you're the sweet my candy rain rain yeah y'all know y'all remember back in the day y'all remember back in the day i'm definitely telling my age singing these songs but i don't care shoot i'm proud to be me okay so going back before we jump into like a whole 90s album or like my freaky 90s session um, album slash kiki slash you know i'm sprung uh you know category which i have saved on my phone don't judge me y'all know y'all have it too i was meeting uh like i was you know filling two of the guys that were on the online dating site we were talking late at night we we're having a great time we were learning a lot about each other i was definitely honest and transparent in uh, my conversations and i haven't dated anyone new in the last two years okay it's been a long time it's been a long long time so yeah y'all i would just keep it real with y'all like i was hoping that you know not everybody was going to be a fuck boy on this dating site thing so i met this guy 
and we hit it off and I thought he was hella cool like I really we were talking we were jiving like he was talking about how you know he owns his own house and he was in the military and you know his experiences were very similar to mine because he has a kid and I have two children two of my girls and so he came from a place of understanding what I was going through because he was going through something similar so that's what kind of attracted both of us also he's very handsome um, his pictures were really really cute and I was just like okay and he's tall and you know he just seemed like a really wholesome deep individual and I told him about my podcast I told him what I do he was definitely supportive he wasn't like all all weirded out and was just like oh wow you're one of those girls huh like you're gonna make it you know he was definitely like oh that's cool like tell me what you talk about and we had conversations that were like almost similar to like if he would be like a go a guest host on my um on my podcast I almost said guest guest ghost <laughs> that was a Freudian slip a guest ghost um so yeah I ended up meeting him last weekend and um, I also got invited to a pool party and all that fun stuff but I ended up meeting him and we met up and uh, things were pretty like pretty dope like I met up with him we talked and whatnot and then it was like late at night and I was dead ass tired and he was like are you still gonna cook the food that you said you were gonna cook for me because you said you can cook and I was like, yo, my, I was just so exhausted. But I was like, okay, I'll still do it because I'm a woman of my word, you know. So I did it anyway. It was like damn near 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm over here cooking and whatnot. But I did it because I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a nice person. We definitely hit it off. Um, things moved progressively. Uh, progressive. I'm just going to leave it at that. And I was just like, hmm. After the whole situation of like meeting him and getting to know him on multiple levels, I got a chance to find out the real person. Now, at first it was like, oh, I want to make you my girlfriend and I really want us to take it serious and I really think you're cool. And he had this whole perspective of, do you believe in love at first sight and all this other shit? And I think that that was very manipulative type of perspective, whatever. I don't know if he was being real or if he was gaming, but damn, oh damn. Ooh, it's been a long time since I've been in the game and obviously, damn, I need to sharpen my game skills and I need to like definitely like tune up my game skills as my boy Trey would tell me. Um, so yeah, I was just like, damn, damn, I guess my game is like 2.0. Like y'all over here rocking 7.0 in game. Where can I get the update? Like how can I update it though? Uh, but I definitely got my update through this experience. Um, I don't think that this person is entirely an asshole. Um, I think everybody has their asshole tendencies. I think that he definitely had his. Um, and I don't even think that certain people say that they want a relationship, but they really don't want a relationship or they don't really know what the fuck they do want. But then when they tell people they want a relationship and somebody's like excited for that, and then you just say, oh, never mind. It's like, uh, I'm sorry, I can't play double dutch uh, trying to figure out when to jump in. I've got shit to do because I've got two children. I've got to make sure I pay my rent and my bills. And I also got to find, make sure that I'm keeping up with like my online schooling uh with esl students and i've got to make sure i keep up with my passion of 
Big Mouth Black Girl podcast, as well as some future projects I have coming out in the next few months. I ain't got the time to invest in somebody, to fucking lose sleep for somebody, and to sit up late at night and cook and use my motherfucking money to go buy food for somebody who is going to sit here and play because they just want somebody around or because they want somebody to cook for them. If that is the fucking case, then you can tell somebody I will pay you to come help take care of me because of X, Y, and Z situation. But do not, under no circumstance, should you play with someone's heart and someone's perspective so you can get uh, a weekend uh, of free food and free fucks. So me personally, I just don't have a perspective i don't know maybe i am in my own feelings and maybe i see a negative perspective that does not exist or maybe my intuitive feelings that i have are really true i usually go off of my intuition because my intuition and like that feeling that you get in the gut of your stomach like mm, something ain't right something's in the water um something's definitely not right something's in the water so i just don't know how i feel about that i think that this person would make a decent friend and so i'm gonna move you into the friend zone um i do Think that this person is genuinely a good person like this guy is genu genuinely a good person i just think that he probably has a lot going on and he has no ability or capability to love anyone because he has to focus on his personal stuff his personal shit and i think he wants to like aspire for that and i think he tried to with me but realistically it wasn't possible with his situation and so i feel like you really got to examine yourself and you got to like, you can't just come to a realization like this in less than 24 hours. And then like five or four days ago, you was all about a relationship and wanting to move forward. You were down for it. But then all of a sudden things switch like you can't off and on switch like that. That's something that was there before. And you just got to be real with people. Just be honest. OK, let's be honest. OK, let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with other people. Let's be honest with, you know, the dating site. I almost said it. <laughs> Y'all not going to catch me slipping. You surely not. Um, but yeah, let's just be honest, okay? Because ain't nobody got time. I surely don't got time for me to be around someone and it's just like, this is not what it is. Like, I don't have time to invest my time, my heart, my damn sleep into something that is just not anything but a friendship or a fuckship i don't know you let me know but that's just how i feel about the situation i appreciated uh me opening up and saying yo i think something's not right and then that's when it stirred up you know when you feel like hey something's not right like somebody's not being affectionate or like seeming like they're quite into you and i've never had this situation happen before where someone wasn't really into me not saying that i have like oh i can get any dude or anything because my level of beauty maybe like a seven to somebody who has these high standards like these instagram thoughts or something he might want a girl with the biggest butt and biggest boobs and a small waist and and big lips and long hair he might want that but i'm a girl who is natural 
okay? I have stretch marks, okay? I have uh, cellulite, I have a big butt, and I have some big boobs, and that's just what it is. And I have natural fucking hair. It's kinky curly, and I'm not gonna straighten it to keep no man. No, no sir, no ma'am. I come as I am. If you don't like how I am, then maybe you should look for someone who is more up to your quote unquote standards or what you find quote unquote sexy or attractive but I'm gonna be me because I'm not gonna fake nothing I'm not gonna mask who I am to make somebody happy or to get a man I'm not going to do that because I believe in I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T-V you know what damn is she got on yes y'all did I spell that wrong I-N-D-E it is almost 12 o'clock and I don't judge me. I know how to spell independent, but I always get lost in the song because I want it to keep going on. So I'll be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I try to cover it up. Y'all know it's real. Y'all know I messed up that. I did a terrible job of I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T like freaking Al Sharpton did with respect. R-E-S-P-I-C-T. If you don't sit your butt down, Al Sharpton. R-E-S-P-I-C-T. That's how you spell respect. You probably didn't respect Alethea, Alethea. <laughs> See, Al Sharpton's got me all messed up. I'm over here calling Aretha Franklin Alethea because he's over here saying R-E-S-P-I-C-T, R-I-P Aretha Franklin. And I'm so sorry that Al Sharpton could not spell that for you or get a dictionary to help him or maybe some cue cards. That was trash. But going back to my weekend, which instead of having R-E-S-P-E-C-T, this individual ended up having R-E-S-P-I-C-T for me. Um, I was there just chilling and my friend was gonna pick me up. The whole pool party thing was cool or whatnot, but my friend was gonna pick me up and we were going to record this episode. So she was gonna pick me up we were having fun, hot tub, everything. We we're having a great time laughing, talking, friending, kiki, and haha, right? And I was supposed to get picked up from, from you know, ex person's house for because my car is dead. When I say dead, you guys, remember episode, last episode, if you don't know, my car engine blew out i was at a gas station and my car i tried to turn it on after putting ten dollars of gas into it okay madasoka i put ten dollars of gas into it and i tried to turn it on and it said like it just was like no i can't do no more bye i literally was just like oh my gosh no you didn't I'm so mad. So right now I'm out of commission with a car. And so right now I've been getting a ride on a magic carpet ride. Okay, I have the smart magic carpet ride, a whole new world. I've been getting around on that. Where's my Abu? Okay, my Abu, I guess, was this fucking weekend. But <laughs> been getting around by a wish, a hope, and a magic carpet ride and a Uber. That's what I've been doing. And also I have the best roommate of all times and he's so sweet and he's been able to help me and let me borrow his car from time to time to drop off my girls at daycare and also to go grocery shopping and go to like job interviews and stuff like that. Because I don't want just one job. I want two jobs. I want three jobs. I wanna make some money to the point where I feel comfortable. I can stack up some bread 
and I can do what I got to do. And plus, I got a car and a lot of things that I got to worry about. Ain't nobody got time to be broke, okay? I've got, I got shit to do. So I'm over here going, going back to my friend. I hit my friend up early in the day and I said, hey, are you going to come through and be able to pick me up today because I'm here and I need to be picked up. I don't have a car. And I would like for us to work on episode five. Are you down? We discussed this and she said, sure, of course, you know, I got you. I'm definitely down to be there for you, blah, blah, blah. Pause. This is not a person that I've only known. My friend that is gonna get me, she is not a person that I've only known for like a blink of an eye like this one dude. I, I didn't know her for a blink of an eye like this one dude. I known her, I have known her for the last, I wanna say four or five years. So we have history, okay? We have history, we have friendship, we have ups and downs. We have that. And I trusted her to be a woman of her word because she was only damn near 17 miles away from me. So I thought that this would be something that she could do. I definitely believed her because, you know, I was like, yo, you're my girl. Seven hours later, it's two hours past the time that she said she was going to come get me. She said she was going to get me around 9 o'clock, 930 it's now 10 30 and i'm over here looking at my phone like wow no call no text i'm blowing her up blowing her up blowing her up blowing up yo yo what's going on are you okay what's up where are you at and then my final texts were like around 12 o'clock i was like yo i'm very disappointed in you this is the thing and and let's be real here okay i am loyal i'm a damn good ass friend i will ride to die for your ass the only thing i ask is communication okay communication is like the least i ask from you in any relationship especially a friendship i need you to be honest with me i need you to communicate with me and to be fucking real with me period point blank i need you to be like yo hours before you say you're gonna be able to come or even like damn near the time you say that you're supposed to be there text your girl call me yo camille i'm not gonna be able to make it because you could even lie and make an excuse but to do a no show on a friend that is counting on you who has no car i was like wow you are a you're like a terrible friend because I would never leave her stranded. I would never leave her stranded. I would never say I'm going to do something, have the means to do it, and not do it. I've always been a person and a friend of my word. And I've always been there for her. So for her to do that, it really did hurt. And it showed me how she can be. And she wanted to be on this podcast. And she's like, yeah, I'm excited. We can definitely work together on the podcast or whatever. She wanted to be on it. And this is what brings me to my next topic. You cannot mix friends with business. You just can't. Okay. I am not going to mix friends with business. I'm not going to mix friends with lovers like I'm not gonna mix those type of entities okay if we want to call them entities you cannot mix 
one aspect of being of, of, of a type of being with another aspect when it comes to personal okay if it's if it's business and it's personal it need there needs to be some type of like I don't know we need to have some type of of code okay where we both have the whole same perspective and the first thing of the code is fucking communication like you got to communicate if you can't communicate how to fuck you how are you supposed to be successful at building relationships how are you supposed to be successful at building a program or being a part of some type of movement or even somebody's damn near podcast if you're going to do a no show and you're not just anybody okay you're a friend that is a slap in the motherfucking face i don't care i don't care if people don't think that my podcast is serious i take my podcast very serious i have outlines i don't just talk up my ass i send all the people who are co-hosts outlines of what we're going to cover and discuss sometimes we'll have like a meetup or a run through so we can talk with one another see where we're at mentally talk about what we're going to discuss on the podcast what they don't want possibly discussed on the podcast that is where i get kind of like the context of what we're going to get into so we're both on the same page so we're not trying to record this podcast for three hours right Everybody knows how it's run. Everybody knows when they're going to be asked certain things so they're prepared. That is how I get down. I don't just willy-nilly this shit. I don't take this shit out of my hat or out of my ass. I do this in preparation. I'm very professional. And when someone that I care about, that I really care about, spits in my face by being extremely disrespectful and extremely inconsiderate, it makes me question their friendship. It makes me question if I can trust them and if they are a person of their word. And it's not because of this one little instance, because we have had so much history together and there have been many times where questionable things have happened where I'm like, damn, like I thought you were gonna have my back or damn, you just disappeared or damn, this and that. And it's not that if the, if she were to tell me I can't do it, I'd be a look. I'd be a little disappointed, yeah, but I'm not going to sit there and be like angry with her or like, you know what I'm saying, call her out or whatever or like delete her from my life if she said I can't pick you up. I would just be like, okay, shit, I got to find another way. But for you to just totally disregard, like that shit really did sting. It stung hard. And I was just like, okay, that's what's up. You know, like, thank you for showing your true colors. I see your true colors shining through i see your true colors and that's why i'm gonna cut you off i straight up felt that way i felt like i felt like kendrick lamar when he recorded i'ma cut you off do y'all remember kendrick lamar when he recorded i'ma cut you off and i believe that this came from the album shoot what what album did it come from i'ma cut you off came from ah i want to say it came from section 80 but i think it was no it wasn't section 80 i'ma cut you off came from oh, oh my gosh i could see the album in my head overly dedicated yes kendrick lamar's 
album Overly Dedicated, that is the album that I'ma Cut You Off came. And it was called, and it started like this, I'ma Cut You Off. But, oh no, I'm tripping. It started like, you boo-boo, you key, you, you, no, you boo-boo, you teed, you turn down, you thirsty, you boo-boo, you teed, you turn down, you thirsty. Oh man, that was like, that was my song. He said, I'ma cut you off. Cause every time you come around, you be talking that whoop de woo, blah zay blah. She he say, she say, oh my god, shut the fuck up. Ho, cause every time you come around, you be talking that. Yes, I love that song. Oh my gosh. If y'all haven't heard, I'ma cut you off. I'ma need you to go to YouTube, listen to Kendrick Lamar, I'ma cut you off. It is one of those songs where it doesn't matter who you are, you can relate to it. You can just be like, man, there have been times I want to just cut people off and be like, you know what? The next time you call me, it's going to sound like. I'm sorry, but the number that you have called has been disconnected or is no longer in service. Please check the number and try again. So you know what's real. <laughs> oh man, I know you guys. I'm just going back to the previous uh, segment. Am I going to cut off my friend? I don't know. I'm really upset with her. I'm very disappointed in her. I'm feeling some type of way. And yes, I am in my feelings like Drake. So I'm not sure if we are going to have a conversation for a long time because I know that sometimes my sarcasm and my dark humor when I'm pissed off definitely is could be some real fucked up shit to break hearts and souls. And I don't want to be that type of person. So I think it's best if I don't talk to her for a while and I'm going to see how character plays out because if character plays out the way I think and hope to God that it won't but might um she might hear that dial tone but will I cut off the guy that um ended up I don't know I don't know if he was manipulative I don't know if he was gaming I don't know if he just wanted some cutty I don't know if he wanted to get in them draws and get what he want I don't know what he wanted I'm pretty sure he didn't know what he wanted you know it's just the classic case of you know he wants a relationship and a friendship but then he doesn't really want a friendship and a relationship he wants to be serious but then he doesn't want to be really serious then he wants the sex too but then he doesn't want the sex because he doesn't want the sex to ruin it but then he wants the sex because sometimes the sex can make it uh even stronger and the relationship flourish faster and and, and deeper i don't fucking know it's a mind fuck that i don't have the time for and if it ain't about that money i ain't got time right so I think that I am just going to have to decompress and definitely get some fuckery out of my system from that situation. But as far as being a potential friend, I might put him in the friend zone because I do have a soft spot for his situation. Um, 
because we have similarities, but by no means does that give anyone the excuse uh, to do and say things in such ways. But anywho, sometimes we have to be careful. Some people are worth our time and some people are worth paying us for our time, right? And I think it's very important that we especially women who are cancers like myself, we're very emotional. And I am a person, I took the Myers-Briggs test at my previous employer. And I am a person who is an extrovert with the abilities to be very like loving and loyal. And I will drop anything that I'm doing to try to help people. And some people take your kindness for weakness. So I have learned that even though I'm like in this world and I know that people and especially, especially men will try to gain you to get in them draws and to bounce, right? I have to learn that people just, guys are just sometimes full of shit or they don't even know what they want and they just need to figure out their shit, right? And in regards to my friend, I think she needs to, you know, she needs to come correct because if not, I really don't have time for the fuckery because when you lose trust for me, it's really hard to get that shit back. Like I'm a cancer and I hold shit to the grave. And if there isn't a proper way of you like trying to fix this shit, I will dead it in a minute. And you may hear that block number uh, dial tone. You might hear that white lady who tells you that this phone is no longer in service. You might just hear that. You might see yourself blocked on all my social medias. You may not ever hear from me ever again. And you'll lose out on a relationship that we've built for five years because you wanted to be an ass and be inconsiderate and not be a true friend. And I don't have time also to decide, oh, are you going to be really there for me? Are you really going to be a person of your word? Ain't nobody got the time, the anxiety, and the post-traumatic stress or triggers to deal with your isms. So I love you. I forgive you. But I'm going to need you to come correct because if not, like, I don't even understand. If we ain't got no communication, if we ain't got no trust, if we ain't got no respect, those are the basic foundations. If we don't have that, then we don't have nothing, nothing, nothing. We don't have shit. So that's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. Yeah. Another Kendrick Lamar reference. So we are dipping into... A better topic, a more uplifting topic, joyful, joyful, not really. I'm going to cut you off is continuing on a social media level. I'm going to cut you off because every time I come around, you be talking that whoop-de-whoop, Nicki Minaj be talking like she's so stupid. Shut the fuck up. She's always talking this mess. Now, this is I have this issue with Nicki Minaj, okay? Not that many people in social media or like uh, YouTube talked about this subject, but when Nicki Minaj was performing for the VMAs, it seemed like the crowd was really, really lit. Like the crowd was, they knew all the words to her new Queen album. They all had their phones off. They were all jumping up, excited to see Nicki. And I was, I was like, wow, like people are really into Nicki. And then I was like, hold on like like Kendrick Lamar's song says something's in the water something's in the water y'all remember when Kunta Kunta came out right King Kunta 
when he goes, <laughs> something's in the water, something's in the water. Like King Coon to Something's in the Water by Kendrick Lamar. Um, something was in the water uh, for the crowd to be acting that way. It could have been lean. It could have been LSD. It could have been Henny. It could have been vodka, vodka. Or it could have been, I'm going to pay you or I'm going to only pick the people who are my barbs to be in my crowd so I look like I'm relevant still. I think I'm going to go with the last answer and I'm going to bubble that in real hard because I'm very sure that that's the answer. Nicki Minaj, you are full of shit. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to grab your mic in the middle of your performance and I'm going to let everybody know that Nicki Minaj, you are full of shit. Um, I... I definitely respect a lot of performers who get like who have a crowd of people that are just there to see everyone perform. That way you get the mixed perspective of like, okay, this person's not particularly a barb, but they still jive and they like like the music and they don't particularly know the words, but they're still bopping to it. You know what I'm saying? But when everybody's jumping up and knowing the words and people are acting hella extra, yeah, you pick those people out, Nicki Minaj, and yeah, that's some fakery shit, and yeah, you're trying to be on some stunt so you can prove to the world that you're still relevant, even though we all know that this queendom situation that you've got going is starting to fail you. I think you're so hurt and like, I think you're in this midlife crisis uh, in your stage of hip hop, that you're afraid that the new people coming up in hip hop are going to overshine you like Cardi B. And although it shouldn't be that way, because I think that all women should have a, a spot in hip hop, like back in the day when you have MC Light, you had, um, Roxanne, you had Lauren Hill, you had Missy Elliott, you had all these great MCs, like female MCs. I feel like that should be the case now. But the problem is we have this fakery fuck female hip hop shit where it's like big booties and plastic titties and ex strippers. I'm not judging anybody for the stripper background because you got to do what you got to do. And by all means, you have to do what you do. But for me personally, I feel like your hip hop shouldn't be all about um, that your pussy smells like potpourri or that, you know, you're going to suck your fiance's dick or whatever. Like, I feel like it should be a little bit more inspiring and uplifting and it should be something that a lot of women can relate to and not only that a lot of women feel comfortable with their children listening to right like if my daughter is like quoting some cardi b lyrics i'm feeling some type of way about that i'm just letting you know if my daughter's quoting some Nicki minaj ten, uh, lyrics i'm surely feeling some way about that so going back to Nicki minaj it shouldn't be so much a battle of the female mcs or the female fake booties it should be mainly about the hip-hop artistry right and they both have something different to bring to the table i feel that nikki is pressed for her spot and she's doing stupid shit like shedding light on her press okay her pressation <laughs> if i want to act like wendy and making up words and shit her pressation She's very pressed about her spot in hip hop and her relevancy. And instead of just focusing on the artistry, instead of just focusing on what she's doing, she is saying some crazy ass stuff, which brings me into 
I'm going to cut you off, Nicki Minaj. Again, I'm going to take your Queen Radio mic from you and I'm going to throw it at the wall. This is what I have a problem with, okay? Is it Queen Radio or a bootleg Queen's Court flop? I'm just wondering because there is this whole... You guys, if y'all don't know, the Queen's Court is on YouTube and it was with Kaya and it was with Kaya and um, oh, I forgot her other name, but I don't don't judge me. OK, I haven't seen the Queen's Supreme Court in a minute, but it had some really amazing content and black content and they definitely blew up overnight uh, and it was very raw and authentic. And I liked the whole the play and I liked their whole like theme and their philosophy and I liked just what they brought to the table right and of course it became this big big issue because Kaya walked off the set in the middle of a YouTube uh in the middle of a interview with Monique and so if you guys don't know about that I'm gonna need you to go to YouTube and definitely be uh, about that life and be present in today's society and don't live under a rock and know what I'm talking about, right? Um, that's why I'm here to educate you and keep you uh, on your tail and uh, keep you not on your tail, keep you, keep you on your feet, right? So definitely that is what occurred. And apparently uh, Kaya explained that, oh, T.S. Madison, that was her name, T.S. Madison. It was Kaya and T.S. Madison. T.S. Madison stated that Nicki Minaj wanted to uh, invest in the Queen Queen Supreme Court or the Supreme Court. I don't remember what it's called, but she wanted to <laughs> invest in it. And they were talking and discussing things before T.S. Madison and Kaya broke up. And so did their Queen Supreme Court. But anyway, um, I guess, you know, Nicki Minaj was like, well, damn, Queen Supreme Court broke up. So I'm just going to make my own radio called The Queen. And let me let me tell you, Nicki Minaj, I don't think you're a radio voice. I mean, hell, I'm not the best podcaster, you know, on this damn station, on iTunes and Spotify. I'm not the best podcaster and I don't have all the equipment like you do, but you are the worst radio voice and radio person ever. Like if I really wanted to listen to some crazy ass shit and this is no shade to people with mental disabilities because I worked in that field. I would listen to somebody who is schizophrenic, right? They just all over the place or somebody who has multi-personality disorder where they are like five, 15 different people. Like when you were Nikki, when you were like Roman and all these different people and Barbie and Nikki and uh, you were like 15 different people. Like, I don't want to hear that on the radio, Okay, Nikki, I, I don't want to. And you're not really articulate enough. I'm not saying you're not smart. I'm just saying you're not articulate and logical enough to for me to want to listen to you on the radio. Because a lot of the shit that you say is either contradicting, right? It's contradicting or it's just dumb as shit. Or it's all about you. And those are the three things I don't want to hear. You know what I'm saying? I want something with substance. I want something that can let me learn a little bit, expound on what I know, and like, you know, be a little bit of kiki, make me laugh, and something to make me go, huh, and think about. And Nikki, you don't do any of those things. So I really think that I have to cut you off, Nikki, but you have to stop. You have to stop. I've been seeing memes all over my timeline of you saying stupid shit on 
your radio, okay? You talking about Harriet Tubman, you know, you think Harriet Tubman was wearing her wigs and this and that while she was, you know, leading slaves to freedom? Like, what? What are you on, Nikki? Nikki, if you're going to go on the radio, I'm going to need you to have guest hosts and your guest hosts need to take over and they just need to guide you. And I need you not to be on drugs when you're on the radio because, Nikki, you sound like you is high and lit off shit, okay? I'm going to need you to just lay off the white. You know what I'm saying? You talk about it in your 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 album. You lay off the white, okay? And I need you to focus here because... You're starting to annoy a lot of people and I know you're trying to take the Kanye route and like the more noise that you make, the more, you know, I guess attention you're going to get. In my opinion, that only works sadly for males. It does not work necessarily for females. And in fact, it does like the opposite. It's a backlash because this world is built off of double standards. When males like do a cries for help or whatever, they get all the attention, right? But when females do the same, it's like there's no coming back. There's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and there's also like a negative perspective. Like this woman is crazy. This woman is a angry black woman. There's so many negative stereotypes that not only get attached to you when you act like this as a woman, but also when you're a black woman. Now, do I think this is fair? No. Do I play into gender roles? Hell no, I do not play into gender roles, period, point blank. I don't play into gender roles. I think they're stupid. I think that they're ridiculous. And I don't think that there's a male brain and a female brain. I think that hormonal, we di- we are different and designed different hormonally. But as far as women and men perspective and women and men work and the man brain and the female brain i think that the weakness and ma- or femininity and masculinity perspective is bullshit i think we both have the ability to be sensitive um, you know emotional all these things that comprise our character and make us who we are it should not be suppressed and i think that when it is wrapped in these binary systems of female and male roles, then that's when you have like a lot of repressed feelings from males. And I think that's why a lot of males are unable to like, I would say they're, they're not a, a lot of males are not able to be in tune with their own emotions. Um, they're not in tune with being able to be in tune with other people's emotions other than their own, because they feel like all, all the energy and you know, all of the work needs to be done for them. There's this like narcissism almost that's expected because they're the man and that females are supposed to cater to them and bow down to them. And what really sucks is when women, they enforce that too. It's like, I've, I've, I've spoken to some people who are quote unquote feminists and they were like, some questionable ass feminists because they believed in these perspectives that women should be subservient to men. And I think that shit is for the birds. You can miss me with that bullshit. Uh, I'm straight. I don't believe in that bullshit at all. In fact, I believe that that's what causes people to lose their fucking minds and go crazy because they're not able to fully be a part of who they are and, and accept who they are without hating that part and demeaning it right? So they're not able to fully experience the beauty of who they are. And it causes all these issues when relationships with themselves and everything. 
Um, I have experienced that this weekend. In so many cases, I've experienced that in life when it comes to the male perspective of who they are and what they want and their ability or inability to think beyond themselves. But I ended up hanging out with a great guy friend, side note, uh, that I haven't spoken to in a long time. And he definitely made the weekend. He was saved by the bell. <laughs> he saved by the bell. Uh, and he came through. Uh, he he was the one to definitely be the one to pick me up and make me smile and laugh. And just like a nice, great guy. And, you know, didn't like fall off when it came to communication. And so I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited to, you know, possibly explore this realm with a guy friend who has been my guy friend for years. I just wasn't interjecting because I was busy and going through real shit, right? Y'all know my story. Uh so yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. But going back, because I'm going off tangent, and just like I don't want to be like Nicki Minaj. But I have an actual outline, so Nikki, you need to take notes, okay? I just like you take your art and your rap and your Queen album seriously. You need to take what people have to say about the way that you carry yourself. Take notes of that shit. And start off, if you really want to have a radio show called Queen, what I'm going to need you to do is get a damn outline. Okay, what I'm gonna need you to do is possibly have somebody write your outline. Okay, and then I'm gonna need you to have co-hosts that will take majority of the talking so you can sit back and shut the fuck up because we don't care about you, all about you and your queendom, you trying to defend your vagina, you trying to defend that you're not old, you trying to defend that you're the baddest and the best bitch in the game and will always be. Nikki, we know the truth. Okay, everybody has a beginning and end, okay? Unless you're Beyonce, okay? You have a beginning and end when it comes to being in the game, okay? You cannot expect to be a female rapper or any type of rapper and to be relevant past a certain amount. Like, you can't be 100 years old with fake titties and a fake ass talking about you the baddest bitch in the game. If you don't sit your old ass down and eat some goddamn jello, okay? And put your teeth back in your fucking head. I don't understand where people get this being in denial from okay and i i'm gonna need you number two nikki stop wearing your wigs near your eyebrows stop that shit it is bothering me okay i'm gonna cut you off mid-sentence to tell you to push back your wig whoever is helping you with their wig with your wigs I'm going to need them to watch some YouTube videos. If they're going to have you out here looking like this and they don't know how to put on a decent wig and they're just slapping glue on the bottom of your, like at the top of your eyebrows and slapping your lace front all the way up forward, I'm going to need them to go check out some YouTube videos because I'm not like the biggest hair salon expert, but I know that shit doesn't look good. You're kind of reminding me of like things I don't want to say on my YouTube channel because other people have utilized it as a joke and it was a racial joke that I don't want to, you know, play into for various reasons, but you're looking some kind of way on an evolution scale and it's really scary. So pull back that wig and look normal and have a regular forehead. Embrace your forehead. Rihanna does it. You can too. Moving forward with, I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off, Azealia Banks. I'm going to cut you off. 
So I watched the new episode of Wildin' Out, y'all. Wildin', Wildin', Wildin'. Azealia Banks, you were Wildin', Wildin'. You were Wildin', yo. You were Wildin', okay? Um, l- let me, let me, let me just get into it. Azealia Banks, there was Little Yachty on there with you. And in the roast section, where, you know, on Wild and Out, they go into the circle and everybody's roasting each other and trying to rap or whatever. Um, You were being called ugly by one of the comedians and you took it to your soul and you let your insecurity show. And you got mad because the crowd was laughing and you said something like that wasn't funny. And then you said something in return like, your anti-black or anti-black culture, some shit like that. Uh, Azalea Banks, I'm gonna cut you off, okay? Every time you've been on social media, it has not because it has not been because of your artistry. It has not been because of your music, because that's what you do do, right? You do do music, right? So the last time, Azalea Banks, if you don't know her, because you probably don't, she came out with a song. I think it was like, what, 2012 or 2010? A long ass time ago, it was called uh, 212. And it was a pretty dope song. And it got, a, it got a hype real quick. Like, everybody loved it. Like, international hype type shit. And everybody was digging it. And they loved her, like, vulgarness. And she didn't look like a vulgar girl. And she was a chocolate girl. She was like skinny but she was kind of thick and she was just really cute she had these buck teeth and she was a chocolate girl and she was just like yo it was dope because you didn't expect her to say like foxy brown type shit she looked like a young little innocent girl but out came her mouth was vulgar vulgar and it just made you want to listen to her more and you were like intrigued like damn she coming at it like that so i really liked her music because she brought something to hip-hop that i feel was so different you know It was so different on many levels. It kind of incorporated like electrica. It incorporated house music. It gave me LGBTQPTs mixed in with hip hop. And that's so interesting since hip hop is very um, homophobic. And so I really liked it because it opened up a door for hip hop artists who were in the LGBTQ community. And so... I liked her. I even had downloaded a few songs of Azealia Banks when I was an undergrad in college. And I was, you know, listening to her and doing my homework and everything, you guys. But anyway, I am so disappointed in her because over the years, it went from listening to her music 2 and 2 and like loving her music to all of a sudden she became this troll you know, with muscles, like a flex and troll. She's been going after everybody in the industry, Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, freaking Wu-Tang Clan. She's been after everybody, Snoop Dogg. She, anybody you can name them, she's been after them just because she wants to get some attention, right? And she's failing to realize that the more enemies she's making in the game, the less likely she is going to be able to have more opportunities to pursue acting and music like she really wants to. And she's probably going to be broke in Brooklyn somewhere, living in a roach-infested apartment, slaying chickens' heads because she was practicing um, voodoo or whatever. 
and she was practicing it in her closet, slaying chickens' heads. She was doing crazy shit, and she was also bleaching her skin and all this stuff, trying to be like famous and look more attractive. Let me tell you something, Azalea Banks. Um, it doesn't matter how many chickens you slay, how many like piss love potions, piss love spell potions that you make and you pee in a bottle and you know put it on yourself and sell it on eBay. It doesn't matter how much you do that. You are not going to be famous if you keep building more enemies than friends. I don't know if you can come back from this. And if me personally, I know what it's like. I know what it's like to have to burn those bridges with family members or friends. And you're like, damn, yo, like, I don't even know if there's a way to come back from this. There's probably not, you know, they're probably going to die hating me because I done fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. And Azealia, you're there with the industry, with the black community, with the white community, with every damn community, you are there. You have made enemies. People don't like you. They consider you to be a gnat at a barbecue, just bugging the shit out of them. So Azealia Banks, when you were up there a while and out, you started getting in your feelings. You said that this person is anti-black culture or anti-black or whatever. You also stated a, f- a few other things and then you got in your feelings after wilding out and you so went after, you know, Nick Cannon and his immune deficiency or whatever he was going through because he had like a liver transplant because he was dealing with something medically. You went, you like really went there and I just have no respect for you. Like you could have made a combat. The guy who made the remark about her being ugly, this dude was so ugly. He looked like little yachty with down syndrome he was so and i'm not making fun of people with mental disabilities again so i'm gonna reverse and i'm just gonna say i apologize for that statement that was not you know i apologize it's way too dark humor and i was disrespectful i do respect everyone especially people with uh, mental delay delays and impairments so i apologize what i meant to say is this dude was so ugly he looked like the type of dude that you would find on the hills have eyes but black like he was like hunchback of notre dame type dude like he was like if the zombies if they needed extras for the zombies all you would have to do is chap up his lips like he literally looks so not pleasing to the eye and she could have made fun of his eyes she could have said exactly what I said she could have said he was crusty she could have called him musty she could have said something about his mom she could have said something about his dick size something but instead she got in her feelings and it was hella awkward on stage I looked at everybody everybody looked awkward everybody was looking around like oh shit like this is not supposed to be this way we're supposed to have fun and laugh And not that many people are laughing. They're laughing because they're like, oh, shoot. They're probably being told to laugh because it was that awkward, right? Like there's like a laugh sign in the background that flashes for people to laugh and they practice when there's uh, commercials going on. So that is how I felt about that. Azalea Banks, you talk too much shit, but when it's time to receive it or it's time to like, you know, not be behind a keyboard and be stuck on troll muscles. You want to sit there and shrink up and then blame everybody and get your little feelings hurt. I'm going to need you to shut up. I'm going to need you to woman up and I'm going to need you to take it if you can dish it. I'm just saying. 
And so, yeah, because you were not funny and you showing your insecurities makes people have more ammunition against you. So develop some callousness, develop some self-esteem. I don't know why this deep-seated colorism situation about yourself and why you don't like your beautiful chocolate skin and your beautiful brown eyes and your beautiful big lips. I don't understand why you don't love yourself. And I think you need to sit down and you need to figure out how you can love yourself so that way you can be successful and stop being uh, detrimental to like yourself and other dark-skinned women who possibly like your music still and look up to you. I don't know. So that's that. Moving on to the next I'ma cut you off, Cardi B. Um, you're nasty. Cardi B nasty, okay? I'm saying Cardi B, when she came out with the Snapchat of Offset playing with her vagina on the Snapchat, I think that's really distasteful, Cardi B. I'm not saying that you have to be people's role models, but you kind of are. Like, being in the spotlight automatic- automatically makes you a role model. Like, you could try to say you don't want to, but you are, okay? And there's certain things that you should just stop doing because it's just distasteful. You are starting to get out of the realm of ratchet rap. You're getting out of the underground ratchet rap. When she did rain down on that bitch twice. Rain down on that bitch twice. You know me, I be rude whatever. If a bitch be for me, we go be forever. Why you always trying to run and hide? Always got my name up in your mouth, you wildin' now. You gon' make me pop up at your door like surprise. Like, come outside, little bitch. Come outside. Oh my gosh, you guys. I know that whole album. I know all the words. Woo! That was a fire, fire album. Gangsta Bitch Volume 1 yes loved it if you don't know gangsta bitch volume one cardi b you're not really a cardi b fan and i'm gonna need you to go on youtube and listen to gangsta bitch volume one and volume two so you know it's real so you guys know i love cardi b obviously because i listened to her shit before she became big and um i'm gonna keep it real with you cardi it's not like you're Gangsta Bitch Volume 1 and Gangsta Bitch Volume 2. You can't do that shit anymore. You are actually in white corporate rap. I'm going to need you to like tone it down just a little bit. That is very distasteful. And it just makes me disappointed because I'm like, man, like you you have so much more to offer than that. And I know you get on your high horse, you an offset, you guys get Lamborghinis, you guys have all this money and you feel invincible, but I'm going to need you to tone it back a little bit because some stuff does not need to be done or shown or said on social media when it comes to like private stuff. Like you will never catch me, even if I make a million dollars, two million dollars, damn near $500 million, you are not going to catch me on social media with anybody he could be my husband my fiance my boyfriend fingering me I'm sorry that's terrible that's disgusting I got a mom me and my mom may not be on the best terms but I still not gonna put her out like that same thing with my dad my dad is a pastor and as much as me and him aren't even close because he doesn't agree with a whole bunch of things in my perspective if I were to come out with a video like that he would probably it would be a whole shit fest. No, I'm not going to do that. I got kids too. And Cardi B, you have a daughter. 
You have a daughter. She's going to look back on this. That is so disgusting. If I ever saw any videos of my dad and my mom, I'm literally vomiting in my mouth, y'all. Like, mm, yuck. Like, ugh. So gross. Oh, I don't even think about it. I just want to like, ugh. Just want to just take some bleach to that part of my brain. I just pop that image in my head. It's just disgusting. So Cardi B, I'ma need you to stop. I'ma cut you off. That's just how I feel. Do better. Okay. You're a lot older. You have a kid. Do better. Be better for your child. And that's it, y'all. Don't you hate when you get screenshotted? Petty, but Zach DM one for everybody. Rules. <laughs> oh, yo, Gotti. Good old yo, Gotti. Uh, down in the DM. Yeah, like yo, Gotti says, rules. I have rules. When you are asked to be a guest on Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast, It is because I feel I can trust you. I can count on you to be a person of your word and not waste my fucking time or embarrass the shit out of me. I feel like you can keep it real in life with me, with other people. I feel like you are unapologetically raw, which means you are real And you are raw enough to discuss not only surface layer things, but very profound and deep conversations. Okay. And I have a, I believe that you have the ability to show love and equality for all people. So there's not going to be any issues of people who are homophobic or saying disrespectful things about other people's communities that you have a type of not censorship, but a real perspective that is equal and it is respectful to all individuals, not just yourself. And you do this and you carry yourself this way, not only on the podcast, but in life, because you also successfully examine, just like we do here on Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast, black culture and the intersectionality and cross-reference with other cultures and especially with white society. So when I break down rules, which I just discussed, real, unapologetic, right? Love, equality, and successfully examining. When I have my specific rules on Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast, I'm going to need you to be real, which I'm really going to need you to do as you say. Be a fucking person of your word. Do not tell me you're going to be on an episode or you're going to meet me on this time and this day and not communicate with me that you need to reschedule. That's disrespectful. That's inconsiderate. And I don't even, that's not even professional. So yeah, not even on a friend base. Is that cool? Not even on a friend base. Um, I'm a really need you to be on time. So if you can't make it on time, just communicate. We can reschedule. It's no big deal. But if you schedule a time and I change my whole entire life because I have two kids to make sure that they're being watched while I'm breaking out this time for you, I'm going to need you to show up unless you've communicated prior to us 
meeting on our arranged day and time i mean come on do we got to discuss the rudimentary but apparently we do because some people obviously lack these type of skills so i just want to see if everybody's on par and maybe if i'm wrong about these things hit me up in my dm okay like yo Gotti, be in my dm and let me know hey camille that's not right but if you do feel me i mean come on come on I also need you to really communicate, so really be on time, really communicate. I need you to unapologetically be yourself. Be real. Don't come on my podcast when I talk to you off the phone, we're jiving, we're having a real conversation, and then when you come on my podcast, it sounds like Mary Poppins is on my goddamn podcast. Be yourself. You don't need to come in sounding like Michelle Obama or Barack Obama or whoever. Just be you because that's the reason why I want you on the podcast because I think you are perfect, okay? Unapologetically keep it real. Don't be a faker, okay? Don't have these fake ideals about perspectives about who, you know, trying to be a leader or whatever, and then you're not practicing what you preach, okay? I need you to be a real person and about that life, okay? Love. And my definition of love is pain, right? Because love is not perfect. Love is pain. I think love is real. Love is patient, So I need you to be patient with me because I don't have all the bells and whistles of equipment like, you know, Nicki Minaj in her Queen radio, but I sure have better content than Nicki Minaj in her Queen radio, okay? So I'm gonna need you to be patient with me because sometimes things happen. Um, Sometimes we record a segment and sometimes it doesn't upload all the way and sometimes it just disappears. That has happened numerous times with guests on my show on accident and we've had a bomb segment and we had to record it all over again and I just need you to be patient and you know I need you to understand that big mouth black girl podcast is controversial so I need you to want to ride with me and be a real one because if you're not about that controversial you know looking outside the boundaries questioning things in society within your own black culture black community then this is not the podcast for you and if it is not Let's go back to keeping it real, right? I'm going to need you to really communicate with me. And it is okay for you to say, you know what, Camille? I listen to your podcast and that shit is really heavy. It's really deep. I respect you and I love it. But I can't do that because X and Y reasons or I just can't do it because I can't get to that level. You know what I'm saying? I will respect you more if you let me know, okay? Let me know what you gonna do, stay or go, cause I'm not waiting, yes or no, I'm about to decide for you, that's my little singing for you guys, Monica, let me know, one of my favorite songs, if you don't know, I'm gonna need you to jump on our YouTube after this podcast, I'm gonna need you to listen to some Monica, let me know, cause that's my song, um, <laughs> love that song, going back to the rules, um equality no isms allowed we discuss this no phobias homophobia gender biases i don't want to hear none of that no uh racial slurs i don't even do racial slurs from a black person's perspective to a white person's perspective i do follow a lot of podcasters that kind of have said some very white racially charged slurs i've heard you know because to me I don't want to say something offensive that could be like the N-word to us 
but be the N-word to a white person or any person, Asian person, whatever. I don't want to say anything derogatory, okay, and demeaning about a different person's race because I feel like my race has been basically tread through the fucking mud and disrespected, right, Um, and taken advantage of. I don't think that that's the best way of coming at that so I mean to each his own but I don't jive like I, I I don't I don't do that I don't do that over here we don't do that at big mouth black girl podcast we do explore the real we do keep it real but by no means do we demean or dehuman any human being or lower any human beings pers- lower any human being regardless of fuckery like I always said regardless of fuckery we do not demean or devalue any human beings here on big mouth black girl podcast now S, we successfully make our point across even if you do if you do agree or if you don't dis or you if you do agree or you disagree we respect someone who has an opinion and perspective we listen to them we hear them out and we might just add a little bit incentive or even explore what their perspective is but we by no means will stop somebody from saying and speaking their truth or their perspective okay because that's not what we do here we don't silence anybody because that's another part of demeaning and dehumanizing and you know devaluing somebody is by trying to silence them right we don't do that here at big mouth black girl podcast um and i want you guys to not only hear me i want you to successfully feel me and the co-host who comes on here i want you to hear them and feel them And I want you to know where we're coming from, right? It's all coming from a place of examining, questioning things that are going on within the black culture, black society, black community, and with other cultures, as well as the big question and the bigger picture, white America, white society. We want to look at all these perspectives, um, separately you know simultaneously uh comparative analysis analysis in a sense we want to look at that because we want to learn how to analyze things talk about things that are controversial and also uncomfortable by just ripping off this political correct bullshit and fakery and and you know what i'm saying like we want to take away the euphemisms and we want to make sure we discuss the raw and it's real content and it's real you know form what these issues are how it's affecting black women the black community black men black homosexual men black um lesbian women uh we black transgender transsexual we want to explore all the avenues right we just don't want to focus on one perspective i don't do that here this is my platform of big mouth black girl podcast i don't silence anyone nor do i look at only one portion of a community and totally disregard so many other parts and an intersectional perspective of a community because ignoring or not uh shedding light to multiple communities and multiple people and 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 it to me 
it just it just further perpetuates this whole invisible perspective or sweeping shit under the rug and if you don't see it it doesn't exist and that's not fair to the people that really do exist that are really affected by it and that are really taking the blunt of it to the point where people are getting killed for it because people don't want to see what's real and people don't want to see what's real because they're afraid to see what's real within them, within themselves. That's my opinion. Neither here nor there. I keep it real with you guys here on Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast. I'm just saying, if you can't abide by these simple rules of just being a decent human being, then you won't ever have another opportunity to come on my platform. I don't care if it's 10 years down the line and I'm a millionaire and I'm making money and I'm doing great things and I'm this platform has advanced. You will not be on my platform. Don't knock on my door. Don't hit me up in my DMs. Don't say, hey girl, remember me? I'm your home girl. I'm going to treat you just the way you treated that episode when you were supposed to be on that episode. And I'm going to give you that dial tone, that silent treatment, that ignore, okay? So that's just how I feel about that. Because y'all know us cancers, we don't, we don't trust. We trust maybe sometimes too much and probably the wrong people. But then when we find out we've got got, like I just got got this weekend by two people, like a person I've known for five years and a person I've known for one week. I got got by these people and I had, you know, feelings for these people on different levels. And now I feel like, okay, I know where to place you in my life, (laughs) in my phone, in my DMs. Okay, I know where to place you. So I just feel that way again. If you have the opportunity to be on Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast, I take everything serious. This is not only a hobby or whatever some people might want to say. This is my passion, and I would love to see my passion flourish and grow and blossom into something that I can make money from and help take care of my kids and also do something that is impactful in giving back to the culture. So thank you for listening, y'all. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you a lot. It is 1 a.m. and I'm going to go ahead and get ready because tomorrow I'm going to be recording episode six with an awesome individual. So again, don't forget this week is double dipping. Okay, so get your little, get your chips out. Okay, get your tortilla chips out. Okay, I want you to start double dipping this week because I want y'all to listen. I want you guys to subscribe and I need those five stars. If you love my material, if you have questions or you have suggestions, I'm all ears. I'm very open. Hit me up in my DM. You can hit me up on Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast on Instagram, Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast on Facebook and Big Mouth Black Girl Podcast on Twitter. So I love y'all and I hope you guys have a good day. Bye.